This is a podcast of honest, raw, authentic conversations about how to live a hopeful life. Not in the rainbows and unicorns kind of way. Oh no, we're talking about hard stuff, cancer, loss, fear, and much more. We're going to take time together to talk about how to find light in the darkness. I'm Lara McGregor, founder of Hope Scarves and the Hopeful Life Initiative. Join me as I navigate my own way of living joyfully with a terminal illness and talk to others who have also found a way to live a hopeful life. Well, we've certainly all been challenged with living a hopeful life these past weeks as the world has experienced this global pandemic, and so many of us are living in such a different time, such different reality from what we um, had become accustomed to. So much of this experience is similar to facing cancer. And so I created a a 10-part series of short lessons called Lessons in Resiliency from Cancer to Coronavirus that I originally published on Instagram as my way of um, trying to cultivate hope through this pandemic and just share some of my personal perspectives that I've learned living with the uncertainty and fear of a terminal illness that I think translate into opportunities for growth and coping to others right now who are facing these feelings um, during the pandemic. So I'm going to share a couple of, of the lessons here on the podcast, and I hope that there will be some moments of connection and um, common ground that maybe are help you think about the way that you're feeling right now and how my perspective, my experience might help you live a hopeful life, even through these unprecedented times. Hey, everybody. I hope you are doing okay today. I was feeling a bit um, helpless and frustrated that Though I am taking precautions to be safe and distant from everyone because I have stage four breast cancer, I am also a person of action and this isolation is really hard for me because I feel like I want to be part of the solution and be a helper. So I was um, talking with a friend and she said, um, what you can do is try to help people with your perspective and your writing and that I should lean into that and use that as a way to be helpful. So I've decided to do a bit of a series of um, posts about my perspective and the preparation, I guess, that I've had for this COVID-19 virus and social distancing and just everything. Um, from the perspective of someone facing cancer. Um, And I'm sure many of you can relate. And um, first of all, I just think it's 
this, I talk all the time about how facing cancer is like living in an alternative reality that, um, one day you're like looking for the perfect necklace to wear with a dress or picking out pillows for your sunroom or just doing all these things that, you know, at the time seem important. And then a cancer diagnosis just rocks your world. And all of a sudden you yearn for the normalcy and the simple things that you completely took for granted. And I feel like that's what many people are feeling right now is this just sense of feeling like they got their feet kicked out from under them and they are just living in this alternative reality. And so I have been living in that way for 12 years and even more so since I became a stage four breast cancer patient um, six years ago. So I'm just going to share some of the ways that I live in uncertainty always, and maybe it'll it'll bring you guys a little bit of peace and just some things to consider. So um, there's my sidekick, Keeper. (laughs) Um, We're sitting in in this little meditation spot that I found down by the stream has been a place of peace and calm for me and a a place I've tried to go often and and write and just um, breathe. So, um, I guess that's the first lesson. Like, where do you find peace? Where can you just pause and turn off all the noise and the news and all the, um, information overload that we have right now and just breathe. I mean, for me, it's nature. Um, I'm sure that there's a different places for everyone, but, um, I would encourage you to just find that even if it's in your bathtub, (laughs) Just um, give yourself a space away from the noise and give yourself room to breathe and slow down your brain and just um, allow yourself a break. But the other thing, this other lesson, this is something that I started doing a while ago. And I don't, I don't even, I don't think I learned at any particular place or um, it's just like an exercise that I do. And I call it, um, kind of doodling my worries, um, for lack of a better word, um, where I just try to get everything that's in my brain out of my brain and onto paper so that I can like, just kind of like download it and and get it out. And for me, I'm going to show you my journal. I do it like this. So I kind of come up with like topic areas and then I just go from there. So, um, like things that I was thinking about when I started this, um, I wrote this on March 16th. I'll just, I'll just turn this around and see if I can. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Okay. Um, so maybe I can do it this way. Hopefully this isn't backwards. I don't know how the technology is going to work, but like one of the things I was worried about was financial security. You know, what was this all going to do for, um, Hope Scarves, my job for my, my husband's job for our economy, for all the people who live Um, paycheck to paycheck for hourly wage earners. Like just what would that impact be on finances? And I just wrote all that down. And and then I had new normal. And um, what if we're already infected? What would that mean for our family? Um, And what what are my concerns around health, my health and other people's health? And so I just like jotted it all down and it, it didn't take away the worry. It's not about like making it go away and somehow like solving it. It's just about like naming it and putting it on paper. And somehow when you get it out and you see it here, sometimes I come up with a solution. You know, sometimes I'll think, okay, you know what? The way I can solve that worry is by doing this. But that's not really the point. The point really is just about like getting it out of my head and and taking time to identify it and name it and put it on paper and 
in a way it lifts the, it lifts it, lifts the burden a little bit. So, um, I call that doodling my worries and maybe that'll be a helpful thing for you to try as well. Um, so I'm going to share some other things as we go, just different, um, strategies and ideas. And I would love your feedback if that's helpful. If, um, there's anything in particular you want to hear. Um, I know I have, I just, I guess this is going to be my way of trying to be helpful and create connection and love in a time when it's hard to find that because we're distant from each other, but more important than ever. So, um, it's just one of the ways that I find peace and grace in my hopeful life. And I hope that you can too. Hey guys, um, I'm out here on my morning run and I was just sitting here thinking about, um, my lessons from cancer to coronavirus. And it occurred to me that what we are facing, um, is not similar to an early stage diagnosis. It's a lot more similar to a metastatic diagnosis. And let me explain. When I was an early stage, stage two breast cancer patient, I had a plan. There was a clear outline of how many chemotherapies, what surgeries would happen. I could set a timeline into my calendar with a light at the end of the tunnel. And there was logic and clear leadership around what needed to happen to find normalcy. And it was very hard, but it was um, straight, rather straightforward. Um, with a metastatic diagnosis, there is the same surge of adrenaline and fear and, you know, kind of just overwhelming at the beginning, but there is not a clear path. There is not a set understanding of how long it will last. There's a, so much uncertainty and fear and worry. And that is what we're facing right now with this coronavirus. And what I have learned in living with a metastatic disease and, a, you know, an unknown expiration date and unknown understanding of, of, you know, when my disease will progress or be stable or how I'll feel and just, you know, I, I live with such uncertainty. I have had to make peace that, um, it wasn't any longer about living for the, um, to be cancer free or to be free of this pandemic. If you're constantly trying to live in when this will be over or look to that, I don't think there's sustainability and there's a lot of hard days in between. And so instead I think I need to try to figure out how to make peace with the uncertainty and build resiliency towards just not waiting to do it when the fear subsides, but figure out how to do it afraid and to just to make peace with that unknown. And um, it's not easy. You know, I think I am still holding out as so many of you for a time that is after the pandemic, um, which, you know, I don't have the luxury of a time after cancer. So there's that difference, hopefully. Um, but 
in this, the midst of it right now when we're so overwhelmed and it just seems like bad news on top of bad news on top of bad news. Um, we can't, we can't wait for the fear to leave. We have to figure out how to do it afraid and that's hard, but keep going, keep going just one day at a time and know that you just make the next right decision and the next right decision. Just one of the very important lessons I've learned in my hopeful life and find as a similarity from cancer to coronavirus. I hope that's helpful. Thanks for listening to our stories. I hope you take away something you can apply to your hopeful life. Help keep the hopeful life momentum going by rating our podcast and writing your review. If you'd like to learn more, check out our website, myhopefullife.org and hopescarves.org.